0: Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena. And I'd love to share good stories with you. Have you ever seen a beautiful garden? One that is full of big, lush, healthy flowers and vegetables? Right now, where I live, it's winter, and all the fruits and vegetables have been harvested. The garden is empty, the soil is bare, and soon will be covered in snow. This is the time when all gardeners hope and dream and plan for spring, when they can begin planting in their gardens again. When we see a beautiful garden, we see the result of all the work the gardener has done. The trellised vines of ripe tomatoes, the rows of bushy green bean plants, and the sunflowers standing tall, exist because of the work of the gardener. A gardener plants, prunes, and protects the garden. But before any seed is planted, watered, pruned, or protected, the gardener begins with one most important thing, and that is a promise. Every spring, the gardener begins with a promise to transform the bare, empty soil into a beautiful, lush garden by the end of summer, and then works hard to keep that promise. In today's Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah describes God as being like a gardener who works to fulfill His promise to bring us closer to Him and to His kingdom. And what will God's kingdom be like? It will be like this, Isaiah says. The wilderness and the dry land will be glad. The desert will rejoice and blossom like a rose. The desert will blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. Well, this sounds like a beautiful garden, doesn't it? A garden which God plants, prunes and protects. Today is the third Sunday in Advent. Advent is a good time to look for God's work in our lives. God is always doing things to bring us closer to Him and His Kingdom. Sometimes it's easy to see. Sometimes we have a hard time seeing what God is doing. Thankfully, there are people like the prophet Isaiah who help us to see that God works to fulfill His promise. In today's Sunday story, a boy lives on an island among farmers and gardeners who work hard. But every rainy season, more and more of the island gets washed away by floodwaters. The boy worries. One day he goes to the village elders for help, and the elders give the boy a gift. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. The Boy Who Grew a Forest, the true story of Jateau Payeng by Sophia Holtz. In India, on a large river island among farmers and families hard at work, there lived a boy who loved trees. Trees meant shade, food, and shelter for many. But Each rainy season, floodwaters swallowed more and more of the beautiful, tree-covered land. The boy's precious island was shrinking, eroding away with the rushing river, leaving empty sandbars behind. The boy witnessed animals stranded on those sandbars, their homes destroyed. He feared that if animals withered without trees, people would too. The boy shared his fears with the village. The elders explained that the only way to help animals was to create new homes for them. They gifted the boy with twenty bamboo saplings. Alone, he canoed down the muddy river. He wished he could cover all the land with trees, but a large sandbar nearby was a place to start the land was too barren for animals, the shores too sandy for leafy trees. Would bamboo grow, the boy hoped? Determined, he began to plant. One shoot, two, then three. Each day he watered the saplings by hand, sweat trickling down his face and chest. He built a watering system to help, and lugged heavy buckets from the river. His arms grew tired, his back sore. Still, each day he tended to the plants, and over time the bamboo patch grew into a healthy thicket. The boy was proud of his work, but he worried it wouldn't be enough to stop the swelling river or to provide shelter for animals. If he wanted more plants to grow, he would have to create a richer soil. The boy carried cow dung, earthworms, termites, and angry red ants that bit him on the journey to their new home. He brought seedlings from neighboring villages over trails through brush down the river. Each day he planted. As years passed, and the boy grew. So did a forest. 10 acres, 20 acres, then 40. Wildlife returned for the first time in many years. Buffalo, one-horned rhinos and snakes, gibbons, migratory birds, and elephants. The man's forest teemed with life and diversity. Not everyone was happy. Fear swept the villages when tigers arrived, so the man planted more grasses to attract small animals that would keep the tigers happy in the forest. Elephants wandered into neighboring farms to feast on the crops, so the man planted more fruiting trees to help feed the hungry elephants. Some wanted to harvest the forest to build homes, but the man was there to plant anew. Others tried to hunt the animals for their horns and fur, but the man was there to protect. Few thought the forest would last, but the man believed in its strength. And now in India, on a large river island, among wildlife and trees as tall as buildings, there lives a man who planted a forest. The forest is called Molai after a man named Joda Molai Payang, who never stopped planting and pruning and protecting. At the beginning of today's Sunday story, as the boy stands on the barren sandbar with the gift of 20 bamboo saplings, he makes a promise that one day a forest, tall and lush, will blossom abundantly. And then he works hard, planting, pruning, and protecting, until years later, when he's a man, a lush garden forest larger than 900 football fields continues to grow where once there had been empty sand. What an amazing true story about a boy who made a promise and worked to keep it. He never stopped. He could have stopped after the saplings grew into a bamboo forest, but he knew it wouldn't be enough, so like a good gardener he created a richer soil. Then he planted new seeds. He could have stopped after the animals came, but he knew it wouldn't be enough, so like a good gardener he planted fruit trees so the hungry animals wouldn't eat the farmer's crops. He could have stopped when the hunters came for the animals, but the man stayed. And protected them. The boy's story helps us to see a promise in the keeping. As we listen to his story, it helps us to see what Isaiah means when he says that one day the desert will blossom and there will be joy and singing in all the land. Isaiah sees what God the gardener is doing. God works through the hands and hearts of people, like the boy in today's Sunday story, to give us hope to encourage us, to trust that God is always doing things to bring us closer to him and his kingdom. On those days when we feel sad, lonely, lost, forgotten, these stories give us hope. They may also help us to look around and see what God may be doing right now. Or perhaps they will help us to better understand that even though we cannot see God at work in our lives, God the gardener constantly plants, prunes, and protects his promise to us. This Sunday is the third Sunday in Advent. In church and in many of our homes, we light the first, second, and third candles on the Advent wreath. Today's candle is the joy candle. As we light it, let's rejoice because God will keep his promise. And as we wait, let us be like the boy who never stops planting, pruning, and protecting. Let us pray. As we light the first, second, and third candles of the Advent wreath, we thank you, God, for loving us. Thank you for promising to keep us close to you. Help us to see you working in the hands and hearts of the people to fulfill that promise. Help us to be strong, not to fear, and to rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.